magic is all we've ever known, then it's easy to miss what's really going on. But I've seen miracles in every way. I see miracles every day. Oh, shit, man. Oceans spanning beyond my sight and a million stars above them at night. Here we go. Hot lava, snow, rain, and fog. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) I gotta start it over. Look at the mountains, trees, and the seven seas. Everything chilling underwater, please. Hot lava, snow, rain, and fog. Long neck drafts and pet cats and dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What Shakespeare Uh. sonnet is that? (laughs) Uh, I've seen shit that'll shock your eyelids. Let's see, where is that? Where is it at? Niagara Falls and the Pyramids. Everything you believe in as kids. Fucking rainbows after it rains. There's enough miracles here to blow your brains. Water, fire, air, and dirt. Fucking madness. How do they work? And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying. Getting pissed. Oh, my gosh. I can't... Like, this... Uh, it's, so, it's so good, but it also makes my heart, like, hurt. Oh, my gosh. Solar eclipse. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is, this is the shout-out to James here. Solar eclipse and vicious weather. 15,000 juggalos together. Hell oh, yeah. James, that's for you. Hell yeah, family. I just got chills. <laughs> oh, man. Tip of the wine glass to ICP. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but I just got to keep going because this is a really long ass song according to these lyrics. It's like the longest song lyrics I've ever seen in my life. Uh, let's see what else we got. I've seen a caterpillar turn into a butterfly. Miracles ain't got nothing to lie. Shaggy's little boy looks just like Shaggy, and my little boys look just like Daddy. Yeah, there we go. It's miracles. The dark carnival. <laughs> Crows and ghosts. The midnight coast. Ah, let's see. There we go. Shit's crazy. <laughs> Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> what? What? What's that from? <laughs> oh, man. So, remember hey. that Conan used to do the walker lever? Oh, oh yes. No. <laughs> There's one with a super young yes. Haley Joel Osment, and he just randomly walker says, Walker told me, told me I had AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Man, I was thinking about their skit in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. If the lit up colors and the collars, and it'd be like, in the year 2000. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. And then even after the year 2000 passed, they would still do it every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good times. That Miracles, was over guys. 20 years ago, gentlemen. Miracles. We, were just having a, we were just having a late night with kind of O'Brien kind of memory fest and looking up YouTube stuff and oh, watching yeah. the staring contests and the Walker stuff. Yeah. You're gonna have to look up the uh, inappropriate channel now when this is all over. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's downstairs, I mean, was... so I can't show it. But I went to a antique store today and found a Conan 
uh, mug from his original show. It's pretty awesome. Oh, oh that's yeah. awesome. See, there you go. <sighs> got a little treasure out of it. That was freshman yeah. year, man. I mean, that was like Nick and I religiously mm-hmm. watching Conan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Miracles, man. This shit ain't got nothing to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Although apparently we did get accused of watching Dragon Ball Z that one time. So I know. Yeah, that one time we were scanning through that dude who's <laughs> probably Oh shit. Cold Chamber and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he just walked me? away. It's like, oh God. Yeah. Y'all yep. motherfuckers lying, getting me pissed. <laughs> Pretty sure that guy wasn't back for the next semester. Was it no. Tom? No. Oh gosh. It's crazy. Do you recognize miracles? <laughs> there it is. Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> Do you guys remember RJ? Was that after your time? No, oh, he was our RA, which cracks me up. That no, that's R-R-A. that was JR. JR, yeah. yeah. It was RJ. I don't know. What? Oh, dude, ask Tommy about him, Bill. It's... What was his deal? <laughs> he would walk around the BSU with his socks. Uh, with no shoes on, and his socks would be like half floppy, you know, flopping off. Tommy hated that. And then he would just be like, just the most random things. He'd be like, You see this? This is going to be gold soon. And he was like holding some random bowling trophy or something. <laughs> like, what? Off his rocker, you know? Oh, amazing. Yeah. That guy was weird. I'm quoting the office, and I'm not just oh. being a dick. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of dicks, Connor Oberst had two songs in this tournament. Back to- <laughs> <laughs> what I miss, what I miss, I accidentally swiped up on the call. You swiped right? <laughs> swiped right. Swiped We're just talking about how Connor sucks, and even though he has two songs on here, he's still going to lose in the first round. <laughs> oh, Connor's a fucking genius, and anybody that doesn't appreciate it can get off this fucking call right now. You know, listen I've, listen, I've seen a caterpillar turn into a butterfly. Miracles ain't got nothing to lie. <laughs> Is that Connor? He's got <laughs> no response. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. And the, and the thing is, like, part of part of what I part of what I appreciate about this song and apparently this band is. I don't know about the circles you re- you guys ran with in <laughs> high school, but this is like being stuck in that weird dude's house because my friends wanted to go over, and like they have the crazy ass uncle who's like in the trailer talking about all this, and everyone's, like, having to agree because if we don't, they may kick the shit out of us. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, for real, like, joking but not, like, all right, this guy is unhinged, like, dude, I just sit here and I just think about life. Man, I just can't fucking believe it, like. Hey, Bill, Bill, real quick, Bill. Yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Connor. Keep Connor's he's, name he's out your fucking ICP. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> get it? You guys um, get it? Did you hear about it. the Will Smith thing? I feel yeah, really bad. No, I did. I really do. Like, I I think it's a sad thing to see someone who's been so resolutely hinged 
come so completely unhinged because his life <laughs> just been... turned stupid around him. Yep. Has he yeah. been, though, like, he's given a lot of hints for the last decade that he's off his rocker. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like time what? his mom moves him out of Philly and sends him to go with his aunt and uncle. Yeah. Auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I do kind of love how Ricky Gervais just jumped in. He's like, this is a joke I would have said. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I really do love Ricky Gervais. Like, I feel like he should be on the same altar of giving no shits as Roddy Piper is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. is. Like, have you seen any of his, like, Grammy Award speeches? Oh, my gosh. I love it. When he talked yeah, about, like, yeah. his gag about the... Uh, that bo- that movie about the Boston Globe exposing the pedophiles. What was that? Co- what was that movie called? It Spotlight. had uh, Michael Keaton in it. Spotlight. Spotlight. And he like made some joke about Spotlight, and he's like, "There was also another movie about pedophilia." That, like, <laughs> it's so, and like everybody hates it, and he's just like, "I don't care. You can't do anything to me." Like, oh, <laughs> I admire my that hero. so much. Like he. And his Netflix show, I only saw the first season, like, like After Death, or was it After? No, it was Afterlife. It's like a, a drama where he's like a, a small town newspaper journalist, and his wife yeah. dies of cancer, and he just spends the whole time like talking about how badly he wants to die and everything. And he's not acting in that show at all. It's so good. He's such a freaking genius. Yeah, he is. And like his, did you ever see any of his idiot abroad stuff with his? Friend? Oh yeah, it's the oh, absolute yeah. best. <laughs> did you see the one where he was like traveling with Warwick Davis? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like struggling to go up these steps, and Warwick <laughs> Davis is just dying to go up these steps up the side of this freaking mountain in Tibet. And this guy's like, "I feel really proud of you, you know, like if you were my son." <laughs> it's like. Just being this idiot talking to him, this oh my gosh, it's so good. Dude, I love it. Almost love probably it. makes me laugh more than Carl Pilkington. <laughs> it's oh, fucking hysterical. Yeah. yeah, I have never seen yeah. Andrea laugh more in my life than when we were watching that show. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and part <laughs> of it is like the the humor of it, and she's like, I agree with everything he's saying. I'm like, I know you are because that's you with everything. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. The Andrea's favorite comedian is Ricky Gervais, and it fits perfectly. And I, Dude, I love yeah. it. Yeah. So good. So good. The Harvey Weinstein thing that he did, like, uh, at the Grammys, that's so, like, one of my favorite jokes I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't remember that one. He made some kind of joke about, you know, being alone with Harvey Weinstein. This is, like, after he got busted, and the whole room went, like, oh. And he's like, oh, because he's a friend of yours? Y'all kissed him. He did. He's like, I don't care. What do I have to care about? One of my favorite jokes is when he said, "We." Uh, it was at the Golden Globes, and he's like, "We all this year, uh, we all get to see James Corden be a fat pussy." <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, "Also, he was in Cats." <laughs> oh man, I love it because I I really do hate James Corden so much. Like. He's just like the antithesis of that. What I admire in Ricky Gervais. It's so good. I love he's that, the, that pussy joke. He's the Jay Leno <laughs> of our of the next generation. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh gosh. 
Well, did you see all that stuff online where like he did a, a flash mob for the Amazon's uh, Cinderella movie that came out, Ugh. and like he stopped traffic to do this like dance routine, and like all these people were sharing it and just like blew up in his face, and they're like, you know, tweeting out and like sharing. It's like, I'm so glad I'm stuck in traffic and going to be late for work because James Corden is dressed up like a giant mouse thrusting at my car. Uh-huh. <laughs> If you want a good laugh, and you haven't already, go look up his Reddit AMA. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. So the AMA is supposed to be like, ask me anything, and everybody yeah. gets all excited that Tom Hanks or whoever, and he was on there, and people just absolutely destroyed him the whole time. Oh like, is it true that you're a huge piece of shit to everybody you know? Yeah. And everybody, oh, it was amazing. How did he respond to that? Well, it was him and his, I don't know, producer, and it was all about comedians, whatever that fucking ripoff show is, the Carpool Karaoke. Yeah, so yeah. they just kept trying to steer it back to that, and people were just owning him. It was, yeah, you should look it up. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've read bits and pieces, like, how he apparently is a huge dick to, the, like, the writers and things, and, like... Yeah, actively works to like stymie any attempt to have writers be paid more. Yeah, he gave a big speech about it at the whatever it's called, the um, Screen Actors Guild or whatever that is for for writers. Yeah. Connor right. wins. Cool. All right. Let's do it. Connor moves on. Um, James, we recording? We're recording. All right. Hold on a second, though. I I have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. Let's How go. dare are you? We, are we recording now? We've been recording ever since you said we should start recording. Oh, it that's took good. That's 30... good. Yeah, nice. Nice. So you got all that comedic gold that Bill was spouting. Well, I mean, I don't know. I I would like to share some uh, poetry with you that I think fits for this tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. Read more ICP lyrics. It's okay. (laughs) Hey, hey, listen, y'all hating. You know, it says here uh, from the scripture. That music is a lot like love. It's all a feeling, and it fills the room from floor to ceiling. I see miracles all around me. Stop and look around. It's astounding. Water, fire, air, and dirt. Fucking madness. How's that work? I don't <laughs> want to talk to a scientist. All y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. It's miracles, man. You know how scientists just lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know, uh-huh. right? Neil <laughs> deGrasse Tyson. Hey, all I gotta say is, I'm heading down a southern trail, and I'm going chicken hunting. <laughs> I'm chopping redneck chicken necks. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> to the hill, Billy stuck my barrel in his eye. Boom, shaka, boom, shaka, head jumps in the sky white. I never liked chicken pot pie or the chopped chicken on rye. 
Just tell my Mr. Bob <sighs> early by really Mama cut his neck up. Memory. Slice, <laughs> poke, chop, chop, stab, cut. What can you do with the drunken hill? Billy cut his fucking eyes out. Feed him to his aunt Millie. Willy, Willy, chicken neck, chicken hunting, gotta love it. Hit him with the 12 gauge bucket. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming my least favorite podcast. <laughs> you, so, so, what I uh, like to think is uh, instead of having the script of live laugh love written in a, a decal <laughs> on your living room wall <laughs> that's that's what you're reading it off of <laughs> i would absolutely <laughs> a sign like that oh man <clears throat> mm. remember josh we used to lay in our trundle in our bed trundle and listen, bed. To that? listen to that no i don't don't tell me I brought all this candy for nothing. I didn't see him come all this way to stand around here with all these goddamn tadpoles. Let's go. Stop this shit so we can get paid. I came a long way to see this shit. I, I can't imagine, like, devoting your life to that band. Like, I just don't get it. Uh, look, get it. look it, it's family, man. You don't understand. Yeah, you Josh. don't understand. I don't these people, understand. they would take a bullet for me. I, I don't know their names. <laughs> look, look, when you get a group of people who have seen a caterpillar turn into a butterfly and that Shaggy's little boys look like Shaggy and all my little boys look just like Daddy, miracles each and everywhere you look. You're probably one of those scientists lying and get me all pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Cut a motherfucking chicken rye. <laughs> Weren't there like some like questionable race like well the weird thing was they went they teased for years i'm sure i'm not telling anything that people don't already know (coughs) about how they were going to lead up to this big secret and everything was going to be revealed about all their hidden clues and all their different songs and artwork on their albums and stuff right you guys remember this I, I do vaguely remember this, yeah. And and the reason and why, was, not just because I'm a, uh, it not be not that a I'm a juggler like some people, but I when I was a high school teacher, I had students who were, and they were all into that. So yes. So let me. It guess. was Jesus. <laughs> it came out when we were in college. It was oh, I forget what it's called, but it was all Jesus. They were like, hey, mean? just kidding. We're Christians. And this has all been about uh, spreading the word of God. I- I'm telling you, look it up. What? It's insane. <laughs> insane. <laughs> it was like an insane clown posse, really. Oh, my gosh. All right, Meanwhile, Jesus start, is like, or... no, no, don't bring me into this. I don't know these guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't, Imagine don't Jesus name. with the face paint. Oh, he loved it. Chugging Fago. Well, I all right. So, so since we're on this rabbit hole now, I looked up because um, I thought like there was some sort of controversy with them. So I looked up ICP racist to see if there was like lyrics. Right? Yeah. They actually have a song called Confederate Flag that is very anti-Confederate flag. Yeah, <laughs> oh, nice. the lyrics are pretty great. Oh. Yeah, I say fuck Dude. your rebel flag. That shit represents a hateful sense. I say fuck your rebel flag. If it's in your back pockets, I'm aiming my rockets. That's what you wave. I stick it in your grave. Stick your fucking flagpole right up your. Okay, so there's the. Bad <laughs> I should nice. say yes to James's yeah. point. Even is, though yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's it. Well, to say that's even it. though they were insane, they were at least somewhat left-leaning insane. 
And especially when there were like, I can't remember. I wish I wasn't too drunk to remember, but there was something about John Stewart and how they were, um, whatever on the fucking good side. You know what I'm saying? The left. You guys get it. <laughs> Look it up. They do use the bad f word in this song. Not fuck uh, the bad. Yeah, that's probably what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, but that was like the year two thousand. Can you really blame? Well, them, you know? really, I was in the yeah, I can. The office, the office has. They say that uh, nothing too faggy when they're doing <laughs> the. No, no. Do they really? No, yeah. no. That's yes. that's you're thinking of Stephen Colbert on the uh, Amy Sedaris show, Strangers with Candy. Oh yeah, I can see them saying that on there. Stephen and Colbert writes candy. it on the a what chalkboard. What a freaking oh, yeah. gem to the world. <laughs> that show. Oh, my uh, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> like, when she's doing that, like, study buddy thing, and I don't remember much, but she's doing that study buddy thing with that guy that she's like, thinks is hot, because that's how she was with everybody. And she comes out with a freaking Liberty Bell, like, hanging off her crotch. And you just see, like, a shot from behind of her legs and this bell hanging down. Oh, my gosh. Well, I should have been rewatched it. Yeah. I've, I've been, like, mad at the office for the last, like, ten years for having that line. I forgot it was Strangers with Candy. Yeah. All right, all right. We gotta get... I just when she's, when now she's, she's in, in the cult... Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> good. Love it, Now love she's it. the worst part of The Mandalorian. Who would have known? Oh, gosh, yeah. I would have to agree with a part of that. Well, I mean, The Mandalorian or Boba Fett by virtue of Mandalorian Part 3? Spoiler. Bill. Yeah. Josh what? hasn't seen it. Oh, sorry. I, I don't care. <laughs> I just Dude, ran across it's... a Reddit post that says, do you consider Insane Clown Posse a Christian rock band? <laughs> and it's on and it's on the subreddit of Christianity. <laughs> it's on the subreddit of Striker. R slash striker. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. How in the world? Okay, all right. We got it. Let's hey. get it. All right. It's gonna be a miracle for Mandalorian's the greatest show of all time. It's true. <sighs> Until the Obi Wan Kenobi show comes out. Hmm. Okay, can we just talk about <laughs> Boba Fett? What? No. Can't. All right, fine. Yeah, let's talk about Boba Fett. Bill, text what? me later. About what? Boba Fett? It's Did you so like good. It? It's it was so good. good. Yeah, it was. It makes my so hard. All right. Joseph, you have to calm down for the editing <laughs> <Right>. of your... <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, James, man. have you seen that clip? The Walker one? And not that specific one, but I know. Oh, I sent Walker. it to the group. Yeah, I sent oh, it to the group. I was going to say, yeah. whoever, you guys got to watch it. It's like two seconds. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, Welcome to the Pull Apart Podcast. This is Josh Heiser. This is the great <laughs> James Prophet and Josh. I'm curious. Have you heard of Tupac Shakur? Um, I have. I'm a big. I'm fan. a little surprised. He's pretty underground. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's not, 
not quite as big as Bono, but you know. <laughs> you mean the fly, yeah. right? <laughs> Mephisto. I can never remember the second one. <laughs> we, we are back for part four, quattro of our third Deep Cats tournament. Josh, did that Tupac mm-hmm. joke just go over your head? Yeah, I think it did, um, Josh. Apparently, apparently <laughs> sorry. I thought you were just Tupac. saying Tupac it's pretty is underground. Oh, oh too uh, soon, James. Too soon. <laughs> James, I love uh, your if anybody jokes. Has... Thank you. Where, where, I'm a, does anybody watch Atlanta besides Joseph? No. Speaking of greatest show ever. Joseph, I intend to. Up? I just haven't gotten I'm around to it up, yet. No. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So it did go over my head. I thought I thought you were just saying he's not a deep cut, which he's not. <laughs> but um, so yeah. So we're Hi, we're. Charlie. What was that? I, I said. A, I said hi, Charlie. He he jumped yeah. up on the bed. Guys, oh, Charlie's so should fucking be included deep. in the podcast. Okay, real sure. quick. Real quick, go back to your video. Okay. What? What? Look at Wait, this I'm... fucking cutie. Where's he at? I hate cats. Sorry. What? How do you, can you say that? You see him? They're the spawn of Satan. Yeah, it looks him. like a oh. cat. There oh, go. my God. He's precious. But they taste wonderful, though. <clears throat> oh. I mean, the ribs <laughs> don't sound as good when you kick them as a dog's, but, you know. <laughs> Right, Charlie. <laughs> oh my God. So, this well, slightly related. I've listened. I started listening to this uh, podcast called Ridiculous Crime, and the episode that they did today was on this uh, spree of cat shavings that happened in London, and it was called Jack the Clipper. Nice. <laughs> Somebody like would just. It randomly pick up like neighborhood cats and shave them and then drop them back off at their houses. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> and they it's still like, haven't figured out who did it. It wasn't it wasn't a crime or anything, but it was just a weird thing that happened uh where it was in Texas, I think, but there was a dude who going around with an old television over his head as like a helmet. And he was dropping off old televisions on people's porches and getting caught on their doorbell cameras. It was incredible. Like, he, and he he did it to like two dozen homes. Just oh my off god! Televisions. Yeah, it's, it was awesome. <clears throat> so is that why you're collecting all those old TVs, Bill? Man, I can't stop, and I don't think I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I will get at least one of them done and give it to you to sell, but. What? From here on out, I really don't know what it's going to take on now. Yeah. We're all going to get together to record a podcast sometime, and we're like, well, where's Bill? And then we'll come to find out that you've just like died buried under TVs in your garage. Yeah, my hoarding pile has collapsed in on me. <laughs> Andre just left me to my death as punishment for bringing on all this shit into our house. She walks out of the garage <laughs> and sees your corpse laying there under a mound of TVs and is like, well, serves you right. Yeah. He would have wanted it that way. <laughs> He'd want me to leave him exposed to the element elements. I'll just leave yeah. this garage door up. He died as he lived. With his mouth wide open. Exactly. Right? 
<laughs> so we left off last time uh, with Joseph being the tiebreaker for our final two songs, uh, which were the Lemonheads, Skulls. That was mine. Song. We'll be tonight. I want your skulls. I need your skulls. Um, versus, um, is it Nathaniel Ratliff? Is that mm-hmm. right? Yep, Ratliff. Um, Ratliff. Ratliff. With three fingers in, referring to alcohol. Well, I wasn't lost. I was here. I was three fingers in. I was the junkyard. And the bomb. Uh-huh. Joseph, did you get a chance to decide between these two bangers? I did. I was quite surprised that they were the final two because they were both, um, shall we say, not good. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this about Three Fingers In. Yeah. Yeah, you know. we we can't like hear a, you, Joseph. Like a fart noise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did. I did. I actively hated Three Fingers In, and I thought Skulls was mildly enjoy- enjoyable. All right. Well, with so, that, who, so who I'm choosing for? Skulls. Endorse it. <laughs> okay. And Bill honestly, I didn't even look at the artist. I just listened to him. And now I'm glad because I did not like that Nathaniel um, won, or I think he won a tournament before. That was our and first I, one. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought, honestly, honestly, I thought he was straight up dog shit. Ah, come wow. on. So All I'll right. kick his ass out, and I'll pick Skulls. Okay. There we go, Skulls for the upset. All right. Tragedy! Yeah. So, <laughs> so both of those yours, Bill? Uh, no, uh, no, skulls was mine. Three fingers in was mine, but the James, Lemonhead. Yeah, okay, like, gotcha. they were one of my favorite bands in high school, so it's a moral win for me. There you go. So what? Where does that leave us? Um, do you? There are three finalists. Right yeah. Yes, I. They are. Uh, Let me in by REM. Uh, Ebb and Flow by Larry and His Flask, Skulls by the Lemonheads, and Whatever Wins Tonight. Yikes. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) There's a chance. Anybody could win, but only I will. Who (laughs) do Josh and I have to pay to get Connor to win? I feel like... Larry and His Flask song, James? What? I feel like wherever we had themes in our other playlists, this one is the complete opposite of that. (laughs) <laughs> no theme whatsoever. No, this is the the du- throwing darts competition. Yeah. What what was the Larry and his class? I'm just taking notes. What was that song? Evan Ebb. Flow. Yeah, Evan I'll be right back. Right. Back. Sure. Drop a dump. A deuce. Drop a dump. If you right, shake guys? it three times, dump. James. You're playing with yourself. Wow, mm-hmm. too soon, Josh. Mm-hmm. I just took a dump. <laughs> <laughs> like while we were talking literally 
All right, well, uh, have you guys ever heard of Insane Clown Posse? (laughs) (laughs) I want to know, you know what's crazy? You remember that part in Garden State where that dumb bitch is like, who's everybody, anybody ever done this before? And she's like, burp, burp, burp. No, I don't remember that. I'm going to need a bit more context. James, you know what I'm talking about. He said he had to leave. What, what, Where's James? Are you? How much have you had to drink? <laughs> I mean, it may have been a whole bottle. It's fine. Oh boy. Where's James? He said he had to go for a second. Okay, he's taking a piss, you knob. <laughs> he's uh, reapplying his ICP makeup. Nice. There he, he he smeared it when he's like licking his lips while we're talking about it. It's gonna get enough. Speaking of which, let me tell the super quick story. Oh, hold on. What are you talking about? I'm going to wait for James, okay? I'm going to wait for James. Oh. So at work, they do these really cheesy videos, you know, and they put them out to the whole fucking company. Yeah. And they have these, like, quote-unquote professionals come around and shoot video to just, like, make a big, long montage video. And they'll come over to our cubicles and film for, like, 20, 30 minutes just to have a split second in this, like, stupid corporate cheesy crap. Yeah. So they did that to us on our floor. And then, like, a week or two later, they sent out this video, which was today. Or, no, yesterday. I freaking lick my lips like a creepy pervert in the split (laughs) second (laughs) that I'm on this video. I'm like, you assholes couldn't edit this. Please send us a video. I was going to say, I took a video of it. It's fucking hilarious. You must must hear that. Oh, man. That just just shows them how much you're into corporate synergy. Just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And my thing on the floor has become that I'm obsessed with pistachios <laughs> and I'm always eating them. So my friend Stephen was like, Well, you were probably licking pistachio <laughs> dust off of your lips. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh my God. GPS reports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so, James, are you back? Is that. I'm, I hear you. I'm back. Yeah, I had Joseph to put a baby down. <laughs> why why is it always with the insults in your children, James? Putting babies down—it's just so uncool. Take care. Sure. Yeah. Do it. Do take care. Your diaper smells like the farts. <laughs> What's this Garden State <laughs> reference, Joseph? All right, James. Yo. Of all people, you got me. You remember I, when Natalie Portman is like. Oh, in Garden State, like nobody's ever done this before. Derp a derp. Yep, I do. Right, but done what? <laughs> That's what you just did right there, right? Exactly. She goes. I get it. Hey, I'm down. No one's ever done this. Oh, and I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. So, <laughs> so I think of that when I'm like, has anybody on planet Earth ever sat in the gazebo or not gazebo, the screen in porch? Of an Indian Lakes, Indiana cabin and put their fucking ICP (laughs) CDs and a disc man and listen to them while they read The Girl That Loved Tom Gordon. Isn't that crazy? Nobody's ever done that before but me. 
<laughs> well, I, I'm starting to think maybe Bill has actually. <laughs> not Indian Lakes. I, I mean, you're not. I. You just had his favorite band and favorite author. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the two of them together, man. You're just flying high, like some... what? How are you? And he has shown recently that he's a fan of Indiana. Man, I'm telling you, like, freaking Madison, Indiana is so freaking cool. Like, every store in that town was freaking amazing. And this this week's episode is guest edited by Joseph Heiser. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would give. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna calm down. I what love if we just no, did like a clipless episode and just posted this. Yeah. And everybody. All right. On the count of three, everybody say like the J word. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what Jiggy? <laughs> <laughs> Juggalo. I think. Juggalo is what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. There you go. Josh, remember you? I was about to say. Josh, you could start throwing out random letters and just seeing what the worst things that came up with. Are. Wait. You mean, you mean what? <laughs> all right let's get this started Hashtag I, feel, I feel like we're just moving further into the red yeah well i was about to say i've got to work early tomorrow i was like no i'm actually yeah. off on this saturday so i was like yeah let it roll nice yeah but you're not <laughs> to edit it this uh, is oh, i'll edit the goddamn thing it's yeah, it, i mean it's here it's done and not have done anything and it's got josh, <laughs> all sorts Joshy, of nonsense it, in it it's, it's I'm just going to get prepared to leave all this in, except where Joe says Josh's full name at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just going to get worse. Josh or Joe is shown he's already drunk. I'm two drinks in, and so I'm just going to yeah, get more slow. I literally like more freaking seltzer water, man. <laughs> let's all go around. Uh, uh, yeah, let's, let's one skip more and you'll be three fingers thin. Yeah, <laughs> let's all skip this praise song that got submitted. As we're just saying all this horrible stuff, so just shut up. <laughs> Let's all go around and say our favorite memory of every person. Wouldn't that be cute? No. Oh, gosh, I hate the shit. The <laughs> I really hate that crap. It's the Bill, wouldn't you love it? Goddamn songs, and you guys are like, let's just skip it. Let's skip it. Let's do that. Skip what? All right, skip come on. Music. Let's go. So we're doing a Mount Rushmore. We'll, we'll roll a tw- uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a Mount Rushmore on our favorite use of the word made. Yes. <laughs> I'm proud I made to made him say that. No? So, so Joseph, you picked lemon heads, right? Yes, yeah. that is correct. Okay. Anybody, One of my favorite uh, candies, ironically. All right, yeah, we're 40 we, minutes in. We've established lemon heads are pretty baller. <laughs> I do love me a good lemon head candy. Oh, hell yeah. Nick, you know. Exactly. All right. Can you like mute him? <laughs> That's all I can find anymore is the fucking chewy ones. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, kids no. these days can't just suck on something? Exactly. Wow. That's a sound bite. Yeah. <laughs> Need to move to Tennessee where they're wanting to marry 14-year-olds. So what? the first song is... That is oh, you haven't heard about that? Oh, James. Oh. oh, James. I'm generally ignoring the news unless it involves Ukraine at this point. 
This is a terrible rabbit hole to go down, and I won't open it, but... Please don't. <laughs> just, yeah. This can't be real. Oh, no, it's, no, it's real. real. It oh, my so God. Real. So we can't talk okay. about no, segregation. And it's, it's not just Tennessee, either. There's another state as well. Anyway. Ohio. Man, I'm, I'm Man some of these that, jokes is right. I've been thinking about moving to Tennessee, so... No. No. So, Bill... Um, yeah. Andrea picked the first song, right? The Wayland Jennies. <coughs> That's the right. Parting, parting glass. Wish yep. me one more day to stay. But since it falls unto my lot that I should rise and you should not, I'll gently rise and I'll softly call. Versus Connor Oberst, <coughs> if anybody's ever heard of him. Uh, Barbary no. Coast, in parentheses, later, uh, which was Joseph. I was going to ask, which Iser brother picked that one? <laughs> I picked the better Connor song. So. That was Joseph. I don't want to feel stuck, baby. I just want to get drunk before. Did Andrea leave you any notes? No, I, I, I was asking her about it today. And I'm like, do you want to say anything about this? And, and here's Andrea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, you know, she's <laughs> someone of very few words when it comes to this type of thing. It's just straightforward that she just really likes this band. And it's very much her style and... So when we were pulling the songs together, she was debating between this one and another one. And I kind of swayed it in this direction for for this song, because this Good is job. my favorite uh, out of all of them, just because I just think it's just a beautifully sung song. And like the whole like it, it's one of the songs that gets me pretty emotional, where it says like. Uh, the line where it said, I should rise and you should not. Like, I don't know, just being old dude, whatever. Like, that makes me think of the people that I have known who have died. And it just gets me really emotional. Like, why am I here and they're not? You know, not in the bad way. I don't know. It's just weird. You know, that whole thing is just like, all right, so I'm here, they're not. So that just means I need to do a better job of living my life you know, in honor of those people, you know, so I just think it's a beautiful song and I'm kind of bummed I didn't pick them for the women's tournament that we had going on because I'm like, damn, I love this band a whole lot. So that's them. Right on, Joseph. So real quick about Bill's pick. Uh, Ashley and I always play this fun game where we listen to the whole or we watch the whole YouTube playlist and we try to guess who's who. And I was absolutely convinced this was Josh. Oh, that's funny. I do. Yeah. I do like them. <laughs> but. And it was cool. Yeah. I honestly liked it. So. 
Bronx, it's not as obvious as under. the it's not as obvious as the trash bag coming around on the luggage carousel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you she's meant. just the only McFarlane with any taste. So I was, <laughs> it's true. She did it threw me it off after a all. Yeah. <laughs> so when you said so, that you guys watched the whole thing, you meant you put it on the TV and put like a blanket over top of it so we don't watch the videos, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I... In fact, I was actually kind of mad at myself because, Segway, Barbary Coast, I'm 90% sure I've had this song on here before because I remember substituting it for the album version. For some reason, this is like a single. And I, I so let me say real quick, yes, I'm slightly inebriated, but that's important because... This is my go-to drunk song. So whenever I get drunk, especially on red wine, I tell Alexa to play this song. There's something about it that has like a straight shot to my soul, and I love it. And when I first picked it for the podcast, I was like watching the videos. I'm like, this is like fucking like um, jolly or something. <laughs> like they put some background music to it that makes it almost seem like happy and i was like this is not the song and i remember i specifically had james change it so that so i apologize if you guys have heard the song before i might have done a double but i don't remember we already established it repeats were okay 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 so yeah i have no real like profound you know thoughts on the meaning of the song i just adore it and the first time i ever heard it i was like oh cool that's gonna be one of my top 10 songs of all time as long as i live and i was a really weird connection to the song and um i play it all the time so that's barbary coast later nice <clears throat> all right Bill, are you voting for? I'm voting Andreas. for Andreas. Yeah. All right, James. Um, Waylon Jennings. Um, I I like this song a ton. I didn't know it. Uh, my wife bought the Hunger Games soundtrack years ago, and we used to listen to it a lot. I actually almost nominated um this song for this tournament called "Safe and Sound" by the Civil Wars that Taylor Swift sings on, but it was technically a single, and I thought some of you guys might know it. But yeah, uh, the Connor song, it was okay. Um, when he said, I want to get drunk in the morning, I thought, oh, what a shock. How surprising. I mean, from him. That's, that's so, well, so so unique. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, it was a pretty cool song. But I'm taking the Wailing, uh, Wailing Jennies on this one. I just liked it more. Hey, James. Yeah. You can burn in hell. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's just something I love about... you, but you can burn in hell. <laughs> I love you. And if I do, I will tell Connor hi. Like, hey, you had so much oh. trouble. Good job. Oh. You're get away on your freaking alcohol. Dumbass. <laughs> hey, hey, maybe some of us struggle with alcohol, and maybe some of us relate to this song. You ever think about that? Struggling Just hypothetically. With 
one thing, but celebrating the bullshit? Come on now. <laughs> Come on. Wait till lunch. Well, wait till, um, <laughs> like the disciples, right? They're not drunk. It's not lunch. <laughs> All right, Nick. <laughs> All right. Well, I will go the opposite direction, and I actually really loved this Connor Oberst song. Um, especially the, the other Alki. Exactly. Let especially the, the Irish guy liked the song about getting drunk. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I liked it because of the John Muir line, okay? Leave me alone. John Mayer? John Muir. <laughs> yep. Oh, Huts. gosh. The John Mayer line would have been like uh, nitroglycerin <laughs> to my erection. Am I right? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, really, the, the, that line was like the, what was it? Um, but his eyes were blue and mine are red and raw, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I love John Muir and a song that references John Muir. And, it, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a good song. And the, I mean, I'm already going to talk about the video. The video kind of, me- like, messed with me a little bit because it's like, it's a sad video. But yeah. still. Um, yeah. But I dug it. And the Wailing Jennies, I I liked that. I mean, it was full on like acapella, um, which was, but not like the lame, like the oh, what's his name? Yes, 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 <laughs> like that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, so I and I'm glad to find out that it was Andrea because I was having trouble pinpointing who the Wailing Jennies was from. I assumed it was josh but i i just wasn't sure so that makes more sense um but yeah i'm gonna go with connor connor oberst on this and, your ass. yeah i know so is it tied right now currently tied yeah. josh is the tiebreaker um, well i'm actually gonna go with the wayland jennies oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> i love this the album that this Connor song is on, but it's never been one of my favorites. So sorry, Joseph. I know you like it, but um, yeah. I'll vote for Waylon Jennings. Cool. Spotify. The only year I've ever had Spotify start to finish was last year, and Barbary Coast was my most played song. <clears throat> so that means you get drunk a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. Well. I love it you, was Nick. 365 turns. I love you, Joe. <laughs> All right. Next up. Peter David for life, right, Nick? Exactly. Nick knows. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have Connor Oberst. With Who's that? I forgot, which was me. I'll never know if I'm delusional. I believe that I am not. Gonna work for my sanity, give it everything I've got. Though so far I have cheated death. Uh, I know some... horse soldier, horse soldier, um, Corb Lund, which was Bill. Yep. Against the circling Sarson, and once again against myself was cast. Well, I'm a hussar, I'm a hun, I'm a wretched Englishman. Riding Bonaparte at Waterloo. 
don't know. I mean, <clears throat> deep cuts, right? Like I know we all know him, so just like I was, I've been looking for a, a tournament to put this song on because it's either my favorite or my second favorite of him, and it's the one of the songs that I relate to the most. I feel like oh, there was a, I think you guys ended up doing it, just maybe just the three of you or something. What was it? It was like those um, like songs that represent you or something like that or bands that represent you yeah oh yeah 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 i think it was songs at the time yeah i i always think of this song for me like i felt like if i i didn't know songs to get to know me something like that yeah Yeah, that's exactly that if i had to be like you know hey we're not going to talk or anything but i'm gonna send you one song to like explain who i am or whatever i thought it was bye 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 Um, yeah, I just love everything about it. I love the, if you look up like the genius as you do, um, of the lyrics or whatever, it's like every line has some, you know, references that I wouldn't have get, you know, understood without looking it up. Cause I feel like he's just really good at that, but it's still, if you just listen to it without <clears> that, it's still really listenable and, um, yeah, I love it. So, cool. That's time forgot. Bill. Yeah. So, um, Corb Lund is a Canadian singer songwriter um, that I came across because he was featured in the movie Slither, uh, where he's playing at a like a hunting festival while the alien creature is going around killing people in the other part of town, and it's a great scene and all that so this song popped up on the spotify recommended for you and i loved like all of the historic references to horses and horse soldiers and like you know mentioning about like riding with custer and then back and forth in it, that scene and there was some they like, mentioned like genghis khan <laughs> Uh, there was a few things in there I wanted to look up that I thought was interesting. Like, and I love the the chorus how it brings up like being a a wretched Englishman routing Bonaparte at Waterloo. And there's one line in there about Marathorpe uh, when Marathorpe she cried as her four horsemen died. And I'm like, I have no idea what that means. So I was looking that up, and that was it took place in Alberta, and Marathorpe is a town where like four mounted uh mounties i guess were shot and killed so that was kind of an interesting line and then they mentioned the whole charge of the light brigade brigade at uh in the crimean war and i was reading about that and that was you know just a british like disaster where they just sent a bunch of people just to be gunned down and everybody knew it was a terrible idea but they went anyways And then that inspired the poem from Tennyson that gave the line, there's not to reason why, but there's to do and die. That's, he wrote that poem about these, those guys who like, that was the attitude. It's like, don't, don't, don't question it. Just go die because those are your orders. So I just love the song and just all the historical references uh, thrown into it. And uh, I don't know. And I thought about, not sharing this because I'm hesitant to be like full on nerd with everything, but like I just think it's cool. Whip it out, Bill. 
No, I'm going to get ready. So like, I just think it's interesting, like how closely tied human history is to just one singular animal. And I never really thought about it until I was reading this book recently. I'm still reading about uh, extinct ice aged mammals in the, the, um, the, the basin out in Nevada and everything. And they were talking about how horses evolved in North America and then went extinct in North America and then were repatriated, I guess you could say, by Europeans when they came over. And the author pointed out that if there wasn't a land bridge connecting North America and the Asian continent to allow them to spread into Europe, like horses would have gone extinct the way woolly mammoths would have gone extinct, had gone extinct, you know? So I was just thinking about that, reading that and thinking about this song. I'm like, how different would human history be if there were no no horses? And like and there's that whole play like War Horse and everything. And there's like stuff to write about, like how tragic it is that we take these beautiful animals and throw them into our worst situations. So I just thought that was interesting, like a, a, a reality where horses had gone extinct with the mammoths. And then how different would that be like? in so many ways. So I don't know all that to say, I think this song's super cool. Cause it just loads up a crap ton of historical references and it's fun. So there you go. Right on. That's really cool. Yeah. That's one of those, like when you're like graded, I'm, I do not partake, but if you're like completely blitzed out of your brain and you're just like, Hey, what if horses never, Existed. No, yeah, I mean, I, I was no, I was thinking, I was thinking about that after I read that part. I'm like, what animal is comparable mm-hmm. to a horse, like for yeah. what it's been used for in every way, for, imaginable. at least for like, human history? Yeah, yeah. I'd say a honey like, badger. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> riding around on freaking cattle, like. <laughs> <laughs> Badger. Oh, true. Hey, they don't give a fuck. No, no. they'll be out there plowing those fields. Exactly. Ah, oh, man. All right, Nick, what do you think? Oh, I'm totally going with Corblund. Um, like it's, I mean the the Connor Ober song. Like I, I'm I, y'all already know I preferred or I loved Barbary Coast time or time forgot. It was is good. But it it wasn't like it didn't land for me the way that Barbary Coast did. But like horse soldier, horse soldier. As soon as that started, I was like, "Ooh, this is cool!" And like like Bill said, all the historical references in it is immediately I knew it was Bill's song. There's like no way that it, it, if it wasn't Bill's song, it was somebody like trolling for Bill's vote. <laughs> so, I, and it, it has that like. That has the element of like the kind of music that's used in a Ken Burns documentary, but I mean it's maybe like five percent that. Um, but it's just it's it's a good jam to listen to, and I don't know. I yeah, I love I love this song. So this will be finding its way into some kind. I, I may even have to make a playlist so I can have this song on it. I don't know. Um, but cool. yeah, it's getting my vote. James? 
Um, horse soldier, horse soldier. I again, when I was in college, I had to read the poem "The Charge of the Light Brigade," and um, oh, yeah, cool. yeah, pretty good stuff. Um, Tennyson, everybody likes Tennyson. But I'm voting for Connor on this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the other song fine. I like Time Forgot uh, quite a bit, so I'll go with it. But Horse Soldier, there's a part of me that thought this could win the whole thing, actually, because it's very unique. And again, the references are so good. So, yeah. I guess just not good enough, huh? Not good enough. <laughs> not good enough. Speaking of not good enough, guys, I need to tell you, I'm making new friends. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did that. (laughs) Joseph? Yo, bro, I hated two songs in this this tournament, or in this round. One of them was this horsey fucking bullshit. Oh, come on. I love the Connor song. Hey, Connor is literally the definition of batting a thousand. Right, Josh? So, literally. Literally. Google it. Is that why is that why you lost the first one? You know what, Bill? So this is the second time. Egg. Second, second time the same song showed up and still can't win the first round. That well, like I guess I mean, you know, to people with taste, he's batting a thousand. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, so, you you wouldn't understand. I mean, Joe, I, gotta give I it to him. He he does do a pretty good job singing with all his dicks in his mouth, so it's all good. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so being so being gay is a is a slam now. It's a Isn't slam. it a thing? <laughs> wow, it's about being a John. There you go. Or, no, turning tricks. That's yeah. turning tricks. Uh, <laughs> And for the record, I did Google what Connor means, and it means lover of wolves, mm. which is true. I didn't know the See, conversation was going to turn the way it just did before I said that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, horsey fucking whatever bullshit sucked ass, and Connor rules, so Connor gets my vote. All right. Bada bing, bada boom. Living. Am I right? So next up, we have Tupac. Hit him up. Uh, Josh, did you vote for a car? Dirty. Yeah, Josh. I did. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bill, it's okay. We can we can listen to that song on repeat when we go on our junkin trips this summer. There we go. I mean, it's literally oh, yeah. one of my favorite songs ever. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for it. You know. I will say, and this is really not an insult, I promise, because there's, Nick, you know, there's plenty of music that I love of yours, but just to keep with the thing of, in case anybody cares, we thought this was Nick's song when we were looking at the, watching the videos. You thought the Civil (laughs) War song was Nick, not Bill? Well, just musically, sonically, it sounded more like... Nick, okay. I can see that honestly, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's civil yeah. war. So, yeah, it's Tupac was hit him up in parentheses dirty, meaning the dirty version. In case you were wondering, which is me. Fake G, C, 
crashing, matches through Brooklyn. With my click, looting, shooting, and polluting your block. With 15 shot, cock lock to your knot. Outlaw, mafia click, moving up another notch in your box. Top spots get mopped and dropped. All your fake ass East Coast props brainstormed and locked. Use a B fighter, a pastel taker. I tell you to your face, you ain't shit but a. Versus uh, Jay-Z Renegade featuring Eminem. so yeah, so the the rap battle of the night, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, there's um, one later. Yeah, Bo Burnham's so, still up. Oh, barf. So, um, <laughs> I I mean, I just love this song so much. I was um, telling Bill earlier, <laughs> it's like, the, there's just, the thing I love about it is there's, you know, it's a diss track. For those of you who aren't familiar, it's where you make a, a song all about somebody that you don't like. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all of the, all of them back then were just like, there was just a lot of like, who is he talking about exactly? Like, I'm trying to figure out all the like, um, you know, hidden meaning and like all the references and all that stuff. And this is just like, so opposite it's just like obviously <laughs> like this is who i'm talking about and like super you know hard <laughs> i love i love just the idea of like all these rappers making songs that are just kind of like fun distracts and then he does this and everybody's just looking at him like uh dude like calm down like we were just kind of goofing and you're like going crazy um so yeah it's one of my favorite if you're like super angry um to display her in the car. And yeah. Love it. Joseph. Well, I, I do like the song. I'm not gonna you know badmouth it, but um as you all know from previous tournaments, Eminem's my fave and he's on this Jay Z song, which is my other fave. So uh I have nostalgic memories of Josh and I listening to this with our friend Jordan driving around, you know, Florence in the hood and uh, <laughs> just trying to memorize Eminem's lyrics. And I'll love him till the day that I die, just like love actually. So that <laughs> is why I chose this song. All right. What are you guys going with? James, what do you think? Uh, these are both good. Uh, both are not safe to listen to at work, which I discovered <laughs> when I was trying to listen to this playlist at work. Um, so, <laughs> just like there's to that the note. Button. But um, otherwise, you know, like Tupac's great. Jay-Z's really good, too. No, no complaints anywhere. I'll go with Jay-Z on this one, just by a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Tupac, because I appreciated his subtlety. 
Die, die slow. That's my favorite part. Oh my gosh! And I and I loved the line of like, in, and and like I'm not in the, you know, following the hip hop circles of the state of hip hop now, but I I do think it's funny like thinking of like the time period of like the rivalries and the diss tracks and the like unfortunately this went too far because right the people they're singing about and the people that is singing died which is awful you know like i don't know i was thinking about one of our other tournaments when it was california Eleven versus like another hip-hop artist but it was like a newer one and it just struck me like the difference between like back in the day versus now and how the stuff now just seems like would die in comparison. Like if you were to put them in the same room, just being in the presence of that, like, I don't know. So I just thought it was fun. So like when they went into the line and like went and started talking about how like everyone who works for them is carrying a gun. I was like, <laughs> I just said like, I just like it would have been awesome. It's like even the fucking secretaries have guns. Like everybody, is. <laughs> so don't even come to our offices. Like I don't know, it was cracking me up. But like I did enjoy just how insane it was, and uh, yeah, it was good. So I'm going with that. So this time period is this where it kind of started with hip hop, not really intentionally trying to not be realistic, but trying to be surrealistic. <laughs> I would say that was uh, with the juggalos. Oh gosh! Well, <laughs> bunch of juggahos. Am I right because of their promiscuity? <laughs> 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 um, you know, just kind of this period, like you know, early '90s, there was the gangster rap boom and the threats of violence and things like that really being over the top. And there was gang violence in real life that was very publicized by the media at that time and all that but when that stopped being a legitimate danger of like artists seemingly threatening to kill each other the concept didn't really leave of just like crap talking each other non-stop and i can appreciate that being a pro wrestling fan like the whole surreality of it yeah oh no i mean i'm sure the fact that like shook knight was running around like running people over probably yeah. added a lot to it so i'm sure when he went hanging away, vanilla ice out of a window oh, gosh. right man you had one job dude you had one job <laughs> man come on talk about like being right there able to kill hitler as a baby and not doing it <laughs> <laughs> all right Nick, I think you're the tiebreaker. Yeah, I am the tiebreaker. And so, um, uh, I think I think the way I'm going to go with this is based off my current. It like, I, I mean, I'm not a huge rap fan. I I will appreciate what's good in rap, and back like back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I used, I to, be used to be 
really big into like the whole gangster rap thing until I realized that I'm not in high school anymore. Um, and it's still, there's still, I mean, Tupac is great. Um, there still has quality to it, but I'm now more into like the, the back, the backing track to like hip hop. Like, I think Jay-Z has a better backing track to this. It's more, there's more of a groove to it, more of a, a feel to it that rather than just, I mean, lyrically Tupac wins because I mean, he completely eviscerates Biggie and, and Puff Daddy. Um, but I mean, I'm not going to like rehash like themes from previous podcasts, but I mean, you know, you all know how I am with lyrics. It, it's the music to me. The music and it to Jay Z and like just their their voice, Jay Z's voice and Eminem's voice, it has more more listenability to it. So I'm going with that. All right, next up we have another me versus Joseph or Joseph versus me. Bo Burnham from God's perspective, which is Joseph. The books you think I wrote are way too thick. Who needs a thousand metaphors to figure out you shouldn't be a dick? And I don't watch you when you sleep. Surprisingly, I don't use my omnipotence to be a fucking creep. The Velvet Underground Sweet Chain. Just me. Suitcase in my hand. Jackson's corset, Jane is in her vest. And me, I'm in a rock and roll band. Huh. Riding a studs back at Jim. You know, those were different times. All, all the poets, they studied rules of verse and those okay, so, okay, so I'll try to keep it short and sweet. Bo Burnham is a goddamn genius. Sorry, a gosh darn genius. And <laughs> I love him so much he means the world to me if you vote against him you're voting against me as a person and okay got it um this song for some context for anybody that's overly sensitive he grew up in a catholic house catholic school so this isn't necessarily um as cut and dry as it might sound he's always got one foot in the like serious world and one foot in the kind of um let's turn this on its head kind of world so i you know i don't think that he's literally whatever i, I don't know but um the song is just really clever i feel like and it and it i knew i wasn't going to be able to do the song justice but I love it, and maybe we'll talk about it more once we get going. But yeah, the song rules. Um, so sweet Jane, I, I I just really love the Velvet Underground, and try to pick a song of theirs. It's actually not one of my favorites. I can't remember who I was telling um, when I was trying to pick a song of theirs. I there's a lot of like the ten minute, like a lot of noise and just like the. The band was doing a lot of like experimental stuff and like artsy stuff to try to just like mess with people 
and I love a lot of those songs, but I didn't really think that they would um, make it through. This is probably like their most like radio friendly song. And so I, I went with that one to try to <laughs> see if you guys liked it as well. But, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. It's, I, I do like the song a lot, but it's mostly just the, the more palatable one for them. So, so, oh, I think it was you, Bill, telling there's, um, the, one of the guys wrote like a short story and he is like reading the short story over just like, noise the whole time of this this other song that i almost picked but that's awesome anyway all right uh nick you want to go first sure um i will also keep it short i am going for bo burnham on this um because it's i know it's like a comedian but at the same time it's like it's it's Good music, and it takes a very well-written song, probably from a comedian, which makes sense for me to actually pay attention to the lyrics. And yeah, so that did that for me. Um, Velvet Underground, uh, I is all right. I just it nothing like two listens, and it just didn't really stick. Um, so yeah, I'm going with Bo Burnham. Nice, James. Um, okay, so Sweet Jane, I didn't know the Velvet Underground version. There's, in alternative music circles, there's this semi-kind-of-classic cover of this song by the Cowboy Junkies that's really slow and sad. That's really, really good. So I've heard that one, like, a bunch of times, but didn't know the original. So, um, I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. But the Bo Burnham song, he's two for two with, with me on this tournament. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really fun. And yeah. I thought he made some good points. So, um, Bo Burnham. I'll go Velvet Underground. I like that one. Yeah. Oh. So I guess I'm voting against you as a person. Yeah, thanks, Bill. And I'll ride away on my I thought we had something special. (laughs) I'll get my 19 tattoo removed. (laughs) Oh. So, like... What, Josh? Say it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just really don't like Bo Burnham's vibe. Oh, really? You don't but, like his vibe of being a really cool guy who's really smart and clever and no, also really, really great at writing jams? Millennial. <laughs> smug. Like, I, don't, I only know these two songs. Like, yeah, what do you like about him and Josh? What do you not like about him? Okay. Oh, Here, here's what I love about knuckles. him. Oh, really? Bo Burnham is amazing at putting words to or or uh what's the word i was gonna say i can't think of the right word feelings you didn't even know you had i mean i'm sorry that's the best way to put it like in my head you watch his inside um special start to finish and and there's no way you cannot feel things like he just makes you realize certain things that you didn't know how to like get out and somehow he gets them out on the page on the m- music whatever you want to call it and he's very vulnerable extremely vulnerable 
And I think it's in a genuine way, not in a performative way. Like I know Josh thinks it is, but. And then he he always has some insight to what he's talking about that I've never looked at it from that angle. And I don't know. I mean, call me a a dummy and whatever, but like, I just think he's like a true actual genius. And he seems like a really cool dude. Like, he doesn't seem like a prick. He doesn't seem, like, pretentious. He seems like he just genuinely thinks of these things and writes them down in a fun, listenable way. And you get to enjoy that. Like, I I don't see what could be better, honestly. I don't know. And for the pleasure. I mean, like I said, I I just don't like his... The the vibe like he he seems like he's um I've got this all figured out. Let me explain it to you guys. Like uh like everybody's worried about the wrong things. Like let me break it down for you. Like and I just feel like his. I mean I I also am just generally not a fan of like comedy music. I think it's really annoying, and so that doesn't help. Like it's just um. Like the the worst Ben Folds songs, like Ben Folds five song, like it reminds me of that where it's like a little bit just kind of too corny and like you're in a piano bar and I don't know, I just don't I just don't like it either. But I I like one of his specials a lot, but the inside one I just felt like was I don't know. Like, life okay. is so hard because we yeah. all had to stay indoors for two years. But, like, you're literally, like, a okay. freaking multimillionaire. Like, I, that I don't is, know. Like, I just... To me, that's very disrespectful of or, or uh, dismissive of people with depression. Like, he, he has severe depression and anxiety. Just because he's rich, that goes away. Like... Well, I don't remember all the details of the show, but, I mean, there was stuff that I was just, like... Sorry that your, you know, butler didn't bring you your freaking caviar. He's not that like... rich, dude. What? What? Okay, here's some homework. Nick and Bill and James, you got to watch inside. So he, and... must be, he must be rubbing off on you. Here's some, here's some homework for you guys to learn. Well, maybe I could be Lou Reed and be a piece of shit to everybody I've ever met. No, sick burn. <laughs> Okay. Guys, I what's I the homework? What inside? Oh, hold on. So, like, I think you guys bring up good points on both of this. So, I want to read you something that may bridge the gap. Is it about a miracle? <laughs> music is all magic. You can't even hold can't it. Even hold it. <laughs> do you do you notice and recognize miracles? It's just there in the air. Pure fucking magic, right? This shit will blow your motherfucking mind. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, look at the mountains, trees, the seven seas. Everything chilling underwater, please. Hot lava, please. snow, rain, fog. Long neck drafts and pet cats and dogs. So Okay, we get it. You like Tupac. Quit quoting him. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's really insightful to point out that 
Christians are dumb, you know, it's like really original. Okay, that's such an easy take, Josh. I, I expect more I know, from that's you. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's an easy take. That's not what he's saying at all. He's coming from the Christian perspective and just saying like, hey, this is the kind of stuff I noticed. Like, don't you guys think it's kind of weird that people care about pork when he's the creator of the universe or whatever well, it might pork be pork was some... actually something that i felt like was a little bit i don't know i could be completely wrong but when i was listening to it i was like this is like borderline like i don't know the right word like xenophobic or something i mean like it's some it's a it's a part of like jewish culture you know what i mean it's not just like uh, i don't know like where's the yeah like like the fact that they're white essentially makes it like okay is what it is like if they were black and like if it was african like say an african religion was super famous and they're just like oh like you're doing this and then he like references some weird stuff about their religion like it'd be like a huge deal but because it's just quote-unquote white people then totally fine i don't know it's just well, don't, like i said don't muslims have like some kind of food restriction like that too yeah <clears throat> i'm sure yeah I mean, I'm saying, like, all of that is like, beyond critique but like to i don't know to make like a a quote-unquote funny song about it i just feel like it's just kind of okay I but here's know, my it's issue wedding if nothing else here's I my issue with that is he's not just like that guy that I could wish I could remember his name that wrote like goofy funny songs and he was a comedian musician he's he's Yakov Smirnoff Yakov Smirnoff no I don't know uh, he was he was not that famous he had like a song I remember he was on Conan he was like my yeah. point is he's he's whatever I'm I give up he, he transcends that it's not supposed to be just funny or just thought-provoking. It's both. God forbid it be more than one thing. You can't put him in a well, box, Josh. Yeah, but you saying that it's funny doesn't make it fun. Like, I'm saying my opinion, like, is that it's just not, like... No, but I'm saying you're, it's you're not just it's like, funny. He's really good. All right, next song. Hold on, wait. I want to I wanna stay here for another second. Yeah. Because, Josh, you brought up some really good points. Like, you know, some of the stuff no. is disrespectful of people like it's it is but um i i you know, we've talked about this on the podcast a lot you know i'm i i believe in god i i'm a christian um i didn't find this offensive to me i guess right just sort of like yeah this isn't anything it's like oh my god i've never heard this before you know it's just like yeah this is how some people view it and it was at least some kind of tongue-in-cheek you know um, yeah, I'm not. I think we I can was, all agree the most like, important line was "Don't be a dick." <laughs> that was yeah. That was I think my favorite line was "Who needs a thousand metaphors to figure out you shouldn't be a dick?" That was pretty good, and, that, and that's probably where I said like he makes some good points. Like uh, that was my favorite. That's the line I was thinking of when I said that. But Bill, I I got the impression you had something to say. And you were holding back because you're a nice guy. Can I pry it out of you? Like, what well, were you thinking? No, I'll, I'll jump on. I'll jump on. So I, I, I don't know him as an artist well. And so my take on it was like, and James, you, you kind of helped me formulate my thought on it. Like 
it's not anything that I haven't heard a hundred times before. And, and, and some like uh, nothing is beyond criticism. Like, so to sit back and be like, Oh, what, what has happened or how people have betrayed them themselves in one way or another, like no, no group is beyond criticism. And I think that's quite frankly, a dangerous perspective to be in like, in anywhere like oh well we can't say anything about this group because no like every group is open to criticism i just quite frankly was kind of annoyed by like and part of it is like old man me or whatever and i'm just like cool you know i i don't know just like some guy sitting at a piano like tongue-in-cheek like making fun of belief systems but it's okay because it's a belief system that has been somehow agreed upon that it's okay to like talk shit about and no one will criticize you for doing that. And quite frankly, it just annoys me sometimes like, and, and that's part of, I have to like realize it's like, it's not your place to be annoyed. Just chill out and don't be a dick in return. But I'll admit like there is a point. It's just like, cool so when did the magic ticket happen to like culturally now granted there have been like shitty christians that claim to be but if we if we're fair about it there have been shitty representatives from every group so why aren't we just equally making fun and shitting on every other group or is it like i guess my thing is it's like where did the magic ticket come from this is like Oh, well, we can't make fun of anybody, but we can definitely make fun of Christians. And if they get mad, then it's funny for them to be mad because look at those fuckers, you know. So mm-hmm. I just got kind of that vibe from this song. And I was just like, hard pass. You well, know, here's, so, yeah, and here's maybe, my... Maybe, yeah, maybe if yeah. I don't know much about him as an artist. I just got that vibe from this song. I mean, this is probably getting way too personal to, like, air. But coming oh, yeah. from somebody who's gone through, uh, I, I don't know, a, a path of super belief to extreme frustration, it felt very real and genuine because he grew up Christian. It didn't feel yeah. like, oh, let's poke fun at the easy you know, religion to f- poke fun at because I won't get in trouble for it. Yeah. To me, it, from somebody who's watched every single special he's ever done, obviously I don't know him as a person. I get the vibe that he's extremely genuine. And so I don't think he would just make fun of a religion just because he can. I think it was more his his perspective. I mean, ironically, it's called God's perspective. But, I, you know, I think it's his perspective of what is good and bad about the reli- about the religion he grew up with. And so for that reason, I don't think that it was and I'm not saying that you're wrong because, you know, you're entitled to your reaction. But (laughs) I think that's why it didn't bother me that he was doing that is because it felt it felt earned. You know, he had these frustrations. He had these thoughts when he was probably sitting in a pew as a kid and like, well, why is it okay to do this? Why is it okay to do that? Why is it wrong to do this? And this is him putting it out artistically. It didn't feel like just the easy punching bag. 
Yeah, that makes that. sense. Yeah. I think it's the de- the delivery, like the, the I don't know, the, like like it reminds me. I mean, there's I mean, there's a a ton of like believers questioning. I mean, the next freaking guy that is on the tournament that I love to death. It's all about that. I think it was the like, in my opinion, smug like twenty year old has it all figured out because he like. You know what I mean, like that kind of, and also like the like, um, like playful piano, like it just came across not that way. You know what I mean, like especially one song on its own, like not knowing all of the other albums and stuff. It just kind of was like, okay, like cool, you're hilarious. Like I don't know the the word you used before, dismissive of like his depression. I feel like something that is like so deeply personal for me <laughs> to be so like dismissive of it like i can't help but be rubbed a little bit the wrong way so anyway yeah like it, so yeah this is a great discussion um yeah I, I don't know like i i can only talk about this so much um i had a conversation with a guy this week and he um good dude um was brought up in a very religious family and them being so religious um really hurt him from um how his life turned out when and like it's not because they were religious it was like an unhealthy relationship with their what they considered to be their religious beliefs and like what that made them do and i the concept of um again like i i like the bible like there's that verse god is love and love is god and if you get outside of that then it's not love right so i think one of the reasons why some of this didn't offend me is because it's sort of poking that this is not love bear and i think it's a bear that needs to be poked sometimes Mm. yeah i mean i do like 100 percent thing i mean Joseph, I don't know if you're familiar with this term being outside of everything going on, but there's like a whole thing about like deconstruction right now that's like all about like, hey, we grew up in a really like messed up, you know, culture and there's like a bunch of like stuff to like sort through and deconstruct, like get get rid of and like, you know almost like therapy like figure out like how it like messed you up and all that kind of stuff so i'm like all for i don't i don't think like christianity is like beyond (laughs) critique at all so i don't want you to hear that but i just feel like maybe it should be with like a a talented person maybe next time so (laughs) yeah like lou reed (laughs) yeah like lou reed (laughs) great guy important job Thanks, everybody. That was really fun. That was good. We've gone from talking before right. about the insane clown posse to having that conversation. So we're covering all the bases tonight. Hey, well, and you know who's so you know who signaled the big conversation? Bo fucking Burnham. Boom! Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> Nick knows. Nick knows. Oh yeah, my man. What do you guys um, think about the Will Smith thing? Oh gosh. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. So next up, 
is John yeah, Mark McMillan. Um, song called Heart Won't Stop. Oh, this Flash. Jesus-y crap. <laughs> Stand by me. The Colors, Pirates of the Caribbean, which yeah, it was a cover. Sorry, yeah. um, I'm McGinnis. not sure. Is that um, you, uh, Nick? Yeah, it's me. Okay, I see it now. Call me stuff we just talked about like john mark mcmillan is is awesome for those of you that know the song how he loves which was like a freaking crazy mega hit or whatever he wrote that one but then stupid crowder took credit for it i'm just kidding but um i actually don't particularly love love the the heart won't stop song it's not one of my favorites of his but this live version, I love how it goes into Stand By Me, and it fits really well with the song. So I've been asking Joseph to watch it for forever because he likes Stand By Me, and he never did. So I put it in the tournament, so he had to listen to it, <laughs> which he probably still didn't do. No, I did. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's it. All right, so um, my guy, uh, Cole McGinnis. This is another one that, like, I guess it was last round or the one before, I don't remember which, that had a song in there that I had stumbled on through Instagram. Um, that is the same with uh, with this guy. Um, there was a period in time, maybe a year or two ago, where um, sea shanties were real big on social media, and those videos got real big, and I got hooked in on those like hook line and sinker <laughs> anyway nice. um, yeah but um, yeah that's kind of where I found this guy um, he is an Irish composer yes so yeah he's a composer he's I, mean, I think it's kind of funny that Wikipedia or not even Wikipedia because he's not that well known, but like the internet calls him an Irish composer because I think he's like composed something for a gaming podcast. Um, so he's not really like super. Fam- he's not he's not big time or anything like that. But I just think the dude has a really cool voice. And this song, I am I am a big uh, Pirates of the Caribbean stan, um, even though. Um, the latter movies aren't quite as good as uh, you know the original. Um, this this song alone, um, it's just it's it's got a good good feel to it, a good sound. It's just very dark. 
um, very uh, foreboding. Um, it's it's a cover of a Hans Zimmer uh, song from Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, um, which I had like when I heard it. I you know how you what's that the the Mandela effect where you think you see something or hear something and you think like it's always been there or something like that. Like I assumed oh, yeah. that this was this was an existing like olden day sea shanty, and it's influenced by like old sea shanties. But like Hans Zimmer and like some, the like a couple other guys, I don't really I don't know their names, but they they wrote this song based off of like an old pirate song. So hoist um, the colors this version these lyrics and everything this is semi-original for that movie um, but I think it's just really cool how Cole McGinnis he he uh, layers his vocal tracks in this which I mean I know is a like anymore is like a common trick or trope of internet musicians of just like showing off their range and everything like that. But I mean, he's, he's got a, a great base uh, to his voice and it's just, I think it's a good, a good version. So yeah, that's why I picked it. Oh, okay. I said, I want to go first. So to speak to Josh's real quick, I was not a huge fan of the song. um, Just in general, because it was kind of, you know, Generic and boring and like whatever. We all can agree on that. But um but I did love Stand By Me and it it just made me want to watch the Final Fantasy thing. Uh so I, I, I really didn't hate it. I'm just mostly kidding. But Webster's dictionary defines Mesmerized. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> to hold the complete attention of to fascinate. This Burnham. <laughs> absolutely. I, I was in love with this song. Uh we watched the YouTube, like I said, instead of like listening to it. And I was like, mesmerized. That's the best word for it. I love this song so much. And I got a new crush. Does your Webster's dictionary only have hyperbole in it? Oh, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> hey, 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 let the let the man finish, okay? God yeah. damn genius masterpiece, best song ever. Hey, mesmerized. Josh said it. Josh said it. Let's yeah, cut it there. Said it about best. Other, all the other ones. I'm literally just talking about mes like it was transfixed watching it. I couldn't look away. It was so good. Hey, hey Josh, and the adults are talking here, okay? Just he was a like cutie. He wasn't even hot, though. So. <laughs> I thought he was cute. And I, I, I mean, I am kind of the target audience. I do love pirate shanties. Nick, I can send you some, some hot girls on TikTok that were doing some shanties oh, during the, you know, the peak yeah. shanty. Trend. Um, so definitely voting for the the Irish guy singing the shanty. That's that's what I'm going for. All right, James. Um, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I only like this song. Okay, I don't know why. 
the guy, I thought he looked a little pretty. Just a little too much time spent on the hair and makeup there. You like, you like him grittier. I, you like I, him to I, look like a straight up homeless person like Lou Reed. <laughs> I never said I was attracted to him. Honestly, the, the girls I like are sort of, I, I don't know, they're a little grittier, I guess, right? Right. Stink so, yes. Patchouli. John Mark McMillan. Um, I, I like this okay. I figured I'd like a lot more if I heard it, like, if I was there live, right? But still, I'll vote yeah. for it. it was, I thought it was pretty good. So I like I liked both of these a lot. I'll use James's uh, thought of like rating these out. If you know, I would rate you know Hoist the Colors as a four star, then John McMillan would be like a four point five star. Like oh no, I really liked both of them, but when they went into the the mashup of Stand by Me, I thought that was great because great song, great use of it. So I'm gonna go with that one. Was it a great use of it, or was it just manipulating the fact that everybody loves that song? Uh, no more than Bo Burnham manipulating a piano to show everybody how toned down he is. <laughs> toned down? What? <laughs> or down to earth, or whatever. It's yeah, all manipulation. Bo Burnham. Listen, it's all miracles. Listen, listen, music fills music. the room. <laughs> Everybody needs to come to the greatest show. It's unlike anything that you know. I agree. <laughs> All right. Um, next up, we next have up. Uh, Joshua, uh, Joshua Reedon. Yep. Oh my god! Oh my god. Friggin' echo is so. Um, tomorrow is gonna be better. Which was James, right? James. I know it's just one of those days, but you stay strong. I'm gonna find a way to take it all and make it okay. Tomorrow is gonna be better. Tomorrow is gonna be better. Let the rain fall. Let the uh, versus Black Thought, Freestyle on Flex, which was me. Me, I need royalty because I bleed royal. Go through the veins to the brain, fabulous and strange. My journalistic range is a catalyst for change. It got anybody to listen, piss and flames. And cause the Hall of Fame got so many missing names. I'll acknowledge the original people's not Oliver. Y'all go get the next challenger for Excalibur. I'm more police for my core beliefs. They tried to capture me and brand me on the cheek with a floor the lease. The side of my heart will be more discreet. I'm international, my passport, pages like war and peace. All right, so first of all, Black Thought was awesome. That was really impressive and really, really good. I almost didn't put this song in because I was like 99% positive that it wasn't going to make it out of the first round. But I love this song, and I love how exhausted he sa- he sounds when he sings Let the Rain Fall because sometimes you just got to take a deep breath and just absorb. Like, this is just the way things are right now. I just have to get through the day and go to sleep and then i can wake up tomorrow and it's going to be a different day so yeah i like this song i listen to it some days when i need to so yeah that's why i nominated it and i love josh rated on the whole most of his stuff kind of sounds like this sort of slow and soft and (laughs) just pulling through josh 
I can't remember when it was that I liked him a little bit, but I think it was he on Scrubs maybe or something like that. I feel like he was on Scrubs. Uh, Joshua Raiden was on Scrubs, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, the song. No, I, I just mean like his music was on. I can't remember which one it was, but. Um, yeah, I think it was like before he actually kind of made it. He was like friends with uh, freaking uh, Zach Braff, and Zach Braff kind of got him his music put on. And yeah, that's kind of where he got his start. That makes total sense. Okay, so so Black Thought is the um, rapper in the Roots, which is the house band for Jimmy Fallon. But um, I, I love him as a solo guy. Actually, I like the Roots a lot too. But anyway, um, anyway, are you messing with me, Joseph? Yes. <laughs> Isn't he always <laughs> go crazy? <laughs> um, I I don't watch this whatever this show is that he was on, but it was on like social media or something whenever it came out a few years ago, and I I do love freestyles, and this was like the craziest one ever. I saw him um, a clip of him. I meant to send it out to you guys. Of him on Jimmy Fallon like the next day, and Jimmy Fallon had like printed it out because it's like insanely long, it's like 10 minutes, and he doesn't like stop almost at all. And he had printed it out, and it's like this giant, you know, scroll <laughs> or whatever. So it's just super impressive, and I love his style uh, more than anybody else ever. I mean, I think he's a goddamn genius. So. <laughs> That's why I picked it. Well, hyperbole, hyperbole. I thought, <laughs> I thought he was so. I thought he was. I thought he was excellent. I'll just try to tone it down. I didn't know it was ten minutes when I hit play, and it's probably for the best because my ADHD ass would have just been like, okay, let's skip this one. But, so my point is, I just hit play thinking of like two minutes or whatever, and it just kept going and going, and it was really good. Um, and I want to go back through and dissect all the lines and all the layers that inevitably is in good rap like this. And I knew he was notorious for, for being amazing at this, um, but I didn't know how insanely good he was. It was... I, I literally got chills, um, so I'm voting for that. And I don't have anything really against Joshua Raiden, other than he's sometimes I, I've seen him as like a substitute for um, like melatonin or other sleep inducing drugs. And that's great <laughs> if that's like the side hustle he's got. But. I'm going to vote for Black Thought. <laughs> uh, Jim, I was on mute, but I liked every bit of that. <laughs> so I will also go with uh, Joe's ADHD line, but uh, mine pushed me in the opposite direction. I still have not... I mean, don't, First off, 
I I admire Black Thought's skill. I think that that's great, but I have not been able to make it past the five minute mark on this song yet. I it just it gets to a point where I'm like, oh, okay, it's I'm. Yep, yep, yep. So Joshua Raiden, it was he's he's not a guy I would like probably seek out, but it was listenable and it was short. So I'm going with Joshua Raiden. Listenable and short. The you want that on your blurb on your book? Yep, that oh, is going to be my uh, exactly listenable and short. <laughs> um yeah this one's tough because like between the between two, the two oh, man, i mean i got the echo you going. gotta let somebody have it here do what i said all right you gotta let somebody have it here because they're Release so- the kraken <laughs> no like man i it's so i was listening to these while i was out driving around and i somehow missed in the intro or whatever that the black thought was freestyle and i'm like like, wow this is this song is going on for a long time and that kind of turned me off it a little bit but then when he was like doing freestyle i was like holy crap this is insane so like in terms of talent there's no question at all like this is beyond talented and i was like i felt myself feeling frustrated that like how many like jackasses out there are more well known than this guy is and they have zero talent at all but they just happen to like hit on whatever social media algorithm allows them to be popular at the time i don't know like but between the two i liked the the joshua raiden song better so it's kind of like which one do i like better and which one do i recognize as being the I'll give an analogy that I know I've used before, like Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie, but I acknowledge that Empire Strikes Back is the best out of all of them. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of that whole take of it. So. uh, I think I'm going to go with Joshua Raiden on this one. So just because if I had to listen to either one of them again, I would pick that one to listen to again. Yeah. It made it out first round. I feel so happy. Mm-hmm. So next up we have find it. The Black Bells wishing well, which I think was Nick, right? Yes, sir. But which one's lying? No one can tell. We were dancing to a wishing well. Uh, versus Beach House Space Song, which was Joseph's. Nick, 
so um, the Black Bells, um, they are a band that it's off um, Jack White's Third Man Records, um, which that should not be surprising just based off the sound and style of the band and the aesthetics of the video. Um, there's a little bit of a debate out there as to whether Jack White actually created this band, like kind of put the people together or if they, you know, made themselves a band themselves, but whatever, who cares? Um, they are a garage goth rock band is the, like their chosen genre title, I guess. Uh, obviously from Nashville since they are, um, on third man. Um, yeah. So I had found out about them a few years back when, um, I had gotten into, uh, a, was it like fan club thing with third man where you could get like a, a record like every month when you like paid like the fan month or fan club subscription, um, and found out that they had done a song with Stephen Colbert. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. So, you know, it, I mean, obviously it was like a f- funny song because Colbert was doing the singing. But the I kept thinking, you know, the background music is really good. And so I, you know, kind of didn't really dive too far in. But um, they're... I, they would kind of pop up here and there going forward for a few years. And so this song wishing well, it's, I don't know. I don't really know a ton about the song itself. It's, I mean, it's a good listen, obviously. Um, and this, this band really wasn't around for that long. I think they like broke up in like 2012 or went on hiatus. That's what it says online. They went on hiatus. Um, so the, the lead singer could kind of like do her own, you know, kind of like solo stuff. Um, but yeah, I just, I really enjoy like the aesthetic, like what they're going for and the sound of it. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Joseph. Joseph. Basically, Beach House is a band that I never really got to know very well. I just liked their sound enough that I would like have them on in the background, which is not usually what I do, but I never went on a deep dive. And then one night I was intoxicated and told Alexa to play Beach House. And this was the song she played. And then I asked, excuse me, I'm hiccuping. I asked her to play it like five times because I absolutely loved it. It's like super trippy and just sonically fun. I don't know if it has any meaning or whatever, but that's why I picked it. It's fun track. <laughs> Can I go first on this one? Yeah. Yeah. No, James. No. Right. So, Beach House, Space Song. Um, first of all, it threw me off for a second because I only kind of glanced at my phone when it was playing the first time. I saw space, and because it's kind of like trip hop, I thought like, "This is space." And if you guys remember that song, "Female of the Species," that was by Space. That's a great trip hop song, and this was really good too. So, but it turns out the band is called Beach House, and the song is Space Song. 
So it's not James, space. You're, you're making up yeah. skin, right? Yeah. I am. I even created a Wikipedia page for them again. <laughs> <laughs> Bill called me out. I got to like follow it around. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> tell, us, tell us more about your, tell us more about your favorite bands, Granddad. <laughs> there was one called Space. <laughs> it was great. So good. <laughs> and oh, yeah, man. yeah. So anyway, I I thought the song was really good. Um, conversely, or not conversely, but like to go with that thought, Wishing Well, The Black Bells, which is fronted by every girl who was so cool that I could barely maintain a functional conversation with them in college. She was super cool, and this song was super rad. Too. So, this is a tough choice for me. Um, these would both get played on, if I had my own radio station, these would both get spun for a few months. But I'll pick Wish You Well just because I liked it a little bit more. But man, cool. two good picks, guys. Oh, right. Bill. Yeah, I'll jump in. Uh, I would say... Uh, everything that James said, I both I liked both of these a whole lot. Um, I'm going to go wishing well just by a hair on this one. All right, so wishing well takes it. But Josh, what about you, man? Well, it was weird because when I started looking, you know, listening to the, the songs and was like, man, I've got a lot this time and. I I started taking notes for this song because I assumed it was me. I didn't remember that I didn't pick it. And I asked Joseph, I was like, wait, did you pick? Because I love them and I like the song a lot. So I'm going with it. Um, I did like Black Bells. All right. I think you, I think that you had picked another song right before Nick of theirs. Uh, not that I'm aware of. Really? Maybe it's just been so long that we started this <laughs> tournament that I thought I had heard them before. That's funny, because I was going to say, I liked the other song better, but I guess, I don't know. Maybe it was the first time I listened to it, I liked it better, but... Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I like, I'm going with Beach House, but... It, it's possible that I may have submitted, like, the, uh, the A-side of the Stephen Colbert song, and, like, a, when we did like the CD exchange and stuff like that. All right. Um, Real super quick. I just have a, a question for the eighties kids out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I really thought I would like this song, the bells one, because I like third man. I love Jack white. At least I used to before he was jerk, whatever. I like that vibe. And I love all girl bands, but somehow the song absolutely irritated the crap out of me. And for some reason, <laughs> it sounded like like B-52s. Am I on to something at all? Huh. Yeah, Bill liked it. Because we like the B-52s. It's true. Right. I mean, I, I don't and know I like, what it and was. I like, like, and I like Delight. Delight. Yeah. So, and you had bad things some... that did not like Delight. <laughs> I I hadn't really thought of that before, but yeah, I guess it does have this specific song does have a little bit of a B-52s vibe to it. I will say compared to like some of their other stuff, this one's a bit of an outlier. So okay. if it's one of those bands you thought maybe, yeah, you would like, yeah, I would still look into them. Okay, good to know. Good to know. All right, final matchup. P 
Pete Yorn with long time nothing new, which was James. Oh yeah. Uh, versus I wrestled a bear once. Boat paddle. Um, Nick? Yes, this is me. <laughs> That's Nick's trash bag coming around the carousel. <laughs> I, I, I legitimately don't know what I'm going to say about this song yet. Yeah, so Nick, I I like the song pretty good. Um, the beginning to the video was very much something I thought, like, this is kind of Nick's sense of humor right now, so that made me happy. Um, it was pretty good, pretty good. Long Time Nothing New, I freaking love. Um, I I love the, the pair of lines in the very first um, verse where... He same old time loose surround loose ends surround me, and then he says always drags you down, and then he pauses and says don't let it get you down. Freaking love that! Like again, this kind of is a good combo theme with tomorrow's going to be better, except I guess not quite as hopeful. Maybe although the end is really good, the whole I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, like I'm hanging in, but um. Yeah, just the whole like kind of pep talks you have to give yourself in your head every so often and how just defeating it can feel and sound sometimes. Um, so, yeah, I loved A Long Time Nothing New. I love the feel of it. I love the pace of it. I love the way it's sung. I totally get it if it's not for everybody, but dude, this is up there with my favorite Pete Yorn songs. Um, I think it's friggin' fantastic. Nick? <laughs> you got something to say yet? Okay, so this band, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that this is a band that Adam, my brother, introduced me to like years and years and years ago. And it was just kind of like a listen to this crazy shit kind of thing. This song is, a, I mean, it's it's a good example of just everything that they do. It's It's a... It's a weird band. Um, but like so I used to be like really, really big into like the like hardcore metal, like that kind of like the screaming music. Like and I still enjoy it. It still holds a very special place in my heart. This song I think has is a little bit more listenable because it's just the chorus that is being like screamed and what we were discussing before about like the the talent of Black Thought, like his like you know freestyle rapping skill, it wasn't super common like when this type of music was big for the screamer in a band to be a female, and the fact that the lead singer does her own like guttural screaming in this song is 
I think is fantastic, and she does it well. It's it's not like it's just kind of like, oh, hey, look at us. Our our girl can scream, that kind of thing. No, it's not like she she like gets way down in the diaphragm there and just like lets it rip. But what I really love about this band is that they they don't take themselves seriously. It's not like, oh, look at us, we're this like hardcore like Norwegian death metal band that like you know hail Satan all this other blahdy blahdy blah they're obviously I mean look at the fucking video they're having fun with it it's like they're battling a like alien that's got an ass for a face and like farting lasers at him it's fantastic but dressed like you know, Loompas. exactly dressed like freaking Oompa Loompas so and good. yeah but anyway it's not about the video so like just lyrically and son or not lyrically, but vocally and sonically, this sa- this song just it, it kind of like pumps you up. Where th- at the same time, it kind of like once you start listening listening to the lyrics a little bit more too, it kind of it hits a spot. Like the 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 line that it like repeats like several times of the. I'm calling out to you. I'm begging for the answers because I've been, or begging for your help. Let's see, because I've been given all the answers and I can't even help myself. It's, I mean, that just kind of, I don't know. I think like it's that's a relatable line. You know, it's any problem or like shit that you go through. You, you have those people in your life that's like, oh well, here's how you fix that, and you're you're given the answers and like meant like. And intellectually, you think, you know, okay, I know this is what I should do to fix this problem, but, you know, I'm still going to be a fucking screw-up about it, that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. It's just it, – it the song just kind of hits a different place. It's like it's, you know, funny, blah, blah, blah. It sounds good, and then it's like, okay, you know, this song knows me. It's – I don't know, but yeah, so it, it's batshit crazy and has a good message. So yeah, that is I wrestled a bear once. Oh, which by the way, I forgot to say this. I found out that the uh, they got their name from, and I haven't been able to find this yet. But apparently, like it, it was on, like Gary Busey was on a Comedy Central roast, and that's where they got this. The the title of the band from was he said something about I wrestled a bear once in a Comedy Central roast because he's oh. insane. So, yeah, that is that is them. All right, All Josh. Right. Third Bill, you want to shoot? Josh, you go ahead. Um. So this song, next song. Nick- um was not for me but i love pete yorn <laughs> and um so yeah so i'll go with pete yorn <laughs> super insightful all right who's next i'll go uh i i really like i wrestled a bear once before they started like screaming which is kind of weird cuz i do like that stuff but i just liked what they were doing so much more than when they were screaming that it made me like the screaming less. So I'm going to go with Pete Yorn on it. Okay. Joe. 
Well, I really thought I was going to be the tiebreaker on this, but as much as I love Nikki for having my back a couple times tonight, I fucking hated this song (laughs) so much. (laughs) Um, That almost makes the loss even more palatable. I mean, it honestly could have been a totally different story if it was just on the radio. I I just hated the video. It made me want to, like, throw my TV out the window. And Pete Yorn's always great. So, Pete Yorn, F-T-M-F-W. <laughs> okay, so that's it for round one. Uh, Josh, do you have all the winners? I think so. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... Um, yes, yeah, so we have the Waylon Waylon Jennies with the parting glass uh, versus Connor Oberst with Time for God. Connor. Jenny's. I liked both these a lot. Um, Jenny slightly, I guess. What about you, Nick? Nicky? St. Nick? Oh, sorry. I was on mute. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so I'm I'll I'll go Will, the Waylon Jennies. All right, I would have voted for Connor, but um, so Jay Z and Eminem Renegade uh, versus Bo Burnham. God, is it from God's perspective? From God's yes. perspective, yeah. I'll go. I'll go with Hova. Bo Burnham. Yeah, I'll go Bo, Bo Burnham. Yeah, I'll go Bo, Bo Burnham. Bill, I'm guessing you're going Jay-Z, right? Yeah. All right, cool. Okay. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Mark McMillan, uh, Heart uh, Won't Stop, slash Stand By Me, versus uh, Joshua Raiden. Scroll. Scroll. Sorry. Tomorrow is going to be better. Mm-hmm. Stand By Me. Raiden. Yeah, I'm going Joshua Raiden. I'm going John Mark. Build it in the boat. Yeah, uh, Raiden. Oh, okay. Let's see. It's so weird. From Did you guys Mortal not Kombat? know that Joshua Raiden's terrible? Forget <laughs> <laughs> it. Because that song's so good. <laughs> I'm JK, JK. The Black Bells Wishing Well uh, versus Pete Yorn. Long time nothing new. Black Bells. Black Bells. Pete Yorn. Pete Yorn. Pete motherfucking Yorn. <laughs> this one's for Orange County. Right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Ah, heck yeah. Uh, I have right, no so idea I, what you're saying right now. <laughs> oh, it's just one it of the greatest soundtracks of all time. It really <laughs> is. Uh, the Waylon Chinese, The Parting Glass versus Bo Burnham, um, Smug Piece of Shit. Smug Piece of Shit. Bo Burnham, Jenny's. baby! Jenny's. I guess Jenny's. Bill? Jenny's. Um, Joshua Raiden versus Pete Yorn. 
James's wet dream. <laughs> uh, Raiden. Pete Yorn. Pete Yorn. Pete Yorn. Uh, I'll go Raiden. Ah, uh, you guys suck. <laughs> no. Gosh. Um, Pick I'll your go poison, James. I'll go Pete Yorn. Yeah. Although I think it won't matter with this final one, but we'll see. Waylon Jennings versus Pete Yorn. Jennings. Jennings. Pete Yorn. Pete Yorn. Oh, fuck. Josh. <laughs> I like them both. <laughs> Can you just give me like six or seven minutes to listen to both of them one more time? Let, yeah, let's just sure. put it this way. It's... It it's never happened before that a, a spouse has gotten a song into the final. Tushy, do with that uh, what oh. you want. Let me see what yeah, I mean, going you, up I against. mean, if you guys are all about the suppression of women, and... <laughs> hey, if she didn't even deem us worthy to grace us with her presence, does she really deserve a vote? <laughs> um, Andrea is one of my favorite people of all time. She knows that. Wayland Jennings. Jesus, Josh, fuck you. <laughs> That's a spaz. Josh, I want I want to remind you that no one cares about. <laughs> so, Josh, keep in mind that Ashley and Jesse have both appeared on this podcast, and we all love Andrea because she's super cool and fun. But and she puts up a lot of my shit, so she deserves. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> all right, you guys are into that, but I. Do you want to reward her not appearing? I, I will say if I was a spouse of a another crew that was doing a whole podcast, like I would totally be Andre and never be on the freaking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Truth. Also, not that anybody asked, but we didn't really get into the Waylon Jennings song, which is kind of weird if it wins. I loved it. I, I really did. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I did too. I did too. What do you mean we didn't get in? What do you mean? Well, I'm saying like it didn't seem like we really did a deep dive on it. Like Bill talked about some lyrics on it that are good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. Get much ink is what he's trying to say. Right. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's because uh, Connor lost so quickly (laughs) on that one, so it's just kind of like yeah. Move yeah, I'm on. still mad about that. Well, pick them up <laughs> better sometimes. So, our final four of the whole 64 is um, R.E.M. Let Me In versus Larry and His Flask, Ebb and Flow. R.E.M. Uh, yeah. Ebb and Flow. Damn, it's so tough. Bill, I did like, like R.E.M. song, but... Yeah, I really love both of these the same. And, like, the freaking... Like, I don't know, man. man. The video with the R.E.M. song really stood over the top with for me, with, like, the commentary over it where he's getting yeah. interviewed. And his line... <laughs> His line of like roller rink sadness or whatever, I can't remember exactly how he said yep. it. Do it, Bill. Do it. Do what? What should I do? 
Vote for your own is what he's saying. I uh, know. I know. I like both of them a lot. James, I love you, brother, but I got to vote for my own. Yeah. Like <laughs> yes. Okay, R.E.M. goes on. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's all I heard was I love this you. I feel betrayed right now. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. <laughs> I taste your tears. Oh, and man. I find them sweet. Bill, all you did here was give yourself an all McFarland final. I hope you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you did. So the next one was Lemonhead Skulls versus Wayland Jennings. Which is on. <laughs> I wonder wonder who's gonna win this one. Uh I'm going Skulls. Dude, I love the Lemonheads. Even more. That Waylon Jenny song is great, but I'm going with the Lemon Heads. I feel like I can't remember it <laughs> well enough. So I'm going to go with the Waylon Jenny Well, James Hold was on. so kind as to provide us a, with I a playlist. I didn't make it to that, I'll be honest. I'm listening to it right now. Hey, can you guys hear me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, I can because I can barely hear you all. Uh-huh. What's going on? It's like real you get stacky. all that shit out of your ears. I know, right? I got my janky ass little earbud. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Here, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try this real quick. This may screw things up. I'm sorry, but I gotta try it. Turn it off and then turn it back on. Hello? Hello. Oh, well, hello. That's the corner. Bill, you know why you should go back and change your mind and pick R.E.M.? They have a song that pokes fun of Jim Morrison. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, put I that one go up back there, and... James. Come on. I'm sorry, James. I'm sorry. <sighs> Don't be <All> right. sorry. <sighs> well, so where they... were we with uh, James uh, and Skull? I think we're two and two, right? Me and Nick did. did schools. Josh and Joe, you guys both did the Whale and Jennies, right? I didn't. Joe did not vote yet. Okay. Well, like the Republicans, he's assuming votes here. <laughs> Do you care to enlighten us, Joseph? Well, I wanted to be the tiebreaker. I thought Bill would vote for the. No, other okay. Crap. Thank you. Because I, yeah, I. I yeah. In good conscience, I cannot say Skulls is a better song than uh, this, the Jenny. So I'm gonna pat, I'm gonna vote for the Jennies here on this one. Yeah, I was gonna vote for them too. It's just such a good song. Uh, yeah. He totally played you. No, I know. It's just, just such a good such emotional, a good emotional song. song. Gets you feeling it's things. things. <sighs> All right, guys. So you have to decide who you like better, me or Andrea. Oh, easy. That's Andre. That's true. <laughs> As you do. As you do. I'm going to go with Larry and his flask. I, so I actually will go with Larry and his flask. Well, no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. You guys are wrong. Nope. Unrelated. Did anybody ever, ever have like a crush on somebody who was already married to a friend? Are you about to tell us that uh, you have a crush on Andrea? Because that's really uh, weird. 
No, not not currently. Well, are you, are you saying my wife isn't deserving of another man's crush? Yeah, Nick. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Wait, what? <sighs> I'll say what I say. In my own house. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> Son, of a bitch. Son of a bitch! For the Whalen Chinnies. So wait, where's, wait, where's the vote stand then? Um, James, what did you? I didn't yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so me and Nick voted for the Flash. Larry. All right. So, so oh, James, you're the tiebreaker. Um, it, it, they're so different, right? They're so freaking different that it's hard to compare them. I'll vote for but the Wailing Wills. Because, yeah, because every song, almost every song I nominated was, like, super mellow this time. So I'll go with the mellow one at the end of the day. Nice. Larry and his flask? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Congratulations, Andrea. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, she will uh, be very excited about this. You're, you're the first outsider to win. Yeah, yeah. Is that the first one? Not one of us. Now, here's the thing. This was our fourth deep cuts. So mm-hmm. technically, no, it wasn't. we could do a final four right oh, now. It wasn't. Okay. WrestleMania. Oh, shit. shit. Yeah, we could. It I wasn't our say. fourth deep cut. <laughs> it was our third. It's our third deep cut. Oh gosh, oh. we've got to do another one of these. Oh, sorry, it was round four of the third. It was round cuts. four of the third. <laughs> <sighs> when you word it like that, yeah. You guys uh, wonder why I'm burnout on the music ones? Jesus Christ, <laughs> twelve at least. That way he stops picking music. Then, oh, I want to say for the record, Andrea has won more music tournaments than I have. So congratulations, <laughs> Andrea. Why do I keep on winning? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's sweet. That's sweet. It's like playing frickin' spoons with her. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. she's so good she's at winning so- stuff. And one time we were playing cards, because we play cards a lot. And she beats me all of the time. And in her sweet Andrea, not really meaning to trash talk you, but she does it with surgical precision. And I'm like, man, you know, this kind of sucks. Why do you keep winning? She's like, I don't know. I just figured you would get used to losing all the time. Like, oh. Uh, well, when you word it like that, you kind of add a little more sting to it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Sucks like, to suck. <laughs> right. Sucks to suck. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Oh, man. Well, congratulations, Andrea. Yeah. She'll be very happy. All right. So we're doing... Did we decide what we're doing next? I don't remember. Your top five screen movies in order. Four-part deep cuts next. I don't think I would have another one of these in me. I don't know that much, like, music. Exactly. I like the idea of, of sharing out sharing talking out about talking. Uh, subgenres of movies. Yeah. I can't remember whose idea that was or what the full formulated idea was, but I thought that was kind of fun. Mount Rushmore, favorite genre, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
But it has to be a subgenre. Like, you can't just be, like, comedy. It could be, like, you know, college comedies or whatever yeah. the fuck. Like, it, can't, it can't be horror, but if you said, like, body horror, right. that would be good. Ooh, I'm going to call that one like, body horror. <laughs> Surprise! I don't think anyone else would be calling yeah, that. Yeah, no one's one, fighting for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go rom I'm gonna go rom go from, go from the '90s and just fully cut off James's balls, <laughs> take away all of his joy. <laughs> oh man! Ten things I hate. So, Bill, you're gonna be doing Human Centipede one, two, and three? Oh, no, not that. Not that far. <laughs> I, I I do have a line somewhere. <laughs> Oh, Why well, got dibs on the Italian neorealism from the fifties? So nobody oh, take it. No. I'm, oh, I'm, man, like, I'm not gonna bite you that. for that one. <laughs> I was See, yeah. thinking it was. Oh, sorry, James. Sorry, James. I was gonna say part of the fun could be how weird of a genre can you come up with? Hmm, that'd be interesting. How that's... weird? Or you mean like how like obscure? James, I, I will I will gladly I will gladly take that challenge. Okay. Like make I and I agree with you, let's make it as obscure as possible. Well I don't yeah, I don't know if that would be good, but I think to have a baseline for it, I think it would be good to have like a playlist but of clips. Oh, so that that'd... way so, so that way we don't all have to sit there and watch like 20 movies in order to have an understanding of it because while there could be some comedy in sitting in there and me describing a, a genre of movie that no one has seen because they're the shittiest of the shit monster movies okay it would be interesting to at least have a baseline of like as you saw in the clip that I shared you can see how shitty these movies were you know because like, I have no idea what freaking neo-realism means, but if I can see a clip of it, I can at least have a baseline to work off of. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like, maybe not even a Rushmore, uh, because I think Josh doesn't really fully understand how Rushmores work, but I think if we, (laughs) like, like, if, I don't know, just pick, like, a few of them, you know, so it doesn't drag out too long. We could just pick three or four, you know, and just be like, it would be like if you say like top three like these are the three you would have to watch to fully appreciate uh, rubber suited monster movies from the 80s <laughs> <laughs> Bill this is like that reminded me of, so and I'll, I'll send you a picture of this but I stumbled across a piece of uh, tiki artwork with Godzilla in it oh, recently if but what I somebody think it wanted they wanted over a thousand dollars for it, so I was like, "Nope, nope, nope." No, yeah, I, I love Bill, but not that much. No, yeah, for for real, no one should love me that much. <laughs> and also tossing this out here, not saying necessarily for next time. I'm not sure how, but I think it would be fun to revisit Lord of the Rings because we all love it. Yes. I think we should all pick our top five moments where King Theoden was a freaking badass. Like he's <laughs> the best character. In... What? Shut up! My God. Yeah, no it sucks. You are beyond. 
superior freaking Denethor and his tomato, probably. Yeah, best character. <laughs> oh, man. So good. We all know the best character is the guy that says, meat's back on the menu. <laughs> Have you seen a YouTube channel where the guy will redub those scenes but with regular voices? No. Oh, my gosh. They're so... It's freaking hilarious because he's done all of like the really iconic horror scenes, but then he also has done like the Nazgul scenes, and it's just like as regular dude voice possible. And he's like, "Meets back on the menu, boys." Yeah, (laughs) that's amazing. It's incredible. Okay, so as you find a clip, send it over and I'll put it in a playlist and a clip or a trailer whatever I guess and we're doing three right yeah I think three would be good I mean that that wouldn't be too awful for people to sit through whatever scenes would be considered awful for them you know what I mean and then we can get it that's something we can get done in a night and wouldn't be too bad you know so yeah I think three's good Y'all are going to have to remind me of this in the morning when I'm conscious. (laughs) I would just say four to do the uh, Mount Rushmore, but like Bill said, Josh doesn't really comprehend it anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) So so if it's four, is it like four that represent it? Because then that is Mount Rushmore. No, it's, it's your four favorite. Yeah, like Mount Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can do four. I mean, there's no problem adding a fourth one on there. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think through, like, when we actually start talking about them, like, how much. Like, if I talk about, like, all these black and white movies that you guys would never give two fucks about, like, how much can I really say? So I think, I, I think five wouldn't be crazy. You know what I mean? To just do, like, a a top five rundown real fast and then just kind of go through some of the stuff you like about them. I mean, unless we're doing like a deep dive, like, hey, let me tell you about Bicycle Thieves for 30 minutes, you know. I guess it depends on what what kind of thing we're going for. Yeah. That would be good as long as I mean, I don't, we don't go deep dive on every movie and just say here are here are the the five so you can get a general view of it. I'm going to talk more about this one, of which I yeah. feel represents this most of all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. To start your starting lineup, then. So your first nine. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're kind of like a mountain <laughs> rush. <laughs> Think of it more like if there were two routes to Mount Rushmore plus an extra. <laughs> there you go. Or we could just do like a Royal Rumble and just each of us pick 30 and then we have to throw them out. Ooh, we could do a Royal Rumble. We each pick like six. Yeah, but nobody's going to have seen the other movies. Like, That's fine. Just go with our gut. Go with your gut. Go with the clip. That would actually well, be kind of... Like, 
she's all that's gonna win because that's the only one that all five of us have seen. <laughs> uh, no, I have not seen that, so you're, you're good. But if I, I, if love I you pick the, but if I pick uh, the Charles Brandt classic Troll, I'm not quite sure how well that would win. Oh, man. I'm picking movies where you can't understand what Tom Hardy says. Ooh. <laughs> well, then Batman wins. Yeah, it's going to be Dark Knight Rises and Bronson. <coughs> Josh knows. I do know who Tom Hardy is. <laughs> oh, <with> Bronson. <laughs> yeah, this will be fun. Like, I think... And, and I... So to open this up, do you want to go by... Recognize subgenres of movies, or do you want to go with that letterbox style and make our own rules of like, I have pulled together the five best movies that represent blah 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 as defined by Bill McFarlane, or does it should do you want to stick with like officially recognized movie genres? No, I like the first one. Make sure you know what I mean? Like, so I mean, I would say, like, different, like, if I were to say, like, I'm going to pick the best five, I'm not going to, but like, the best five post apocalyptic movies that feature robots versus I'm going to pick the best five head smashing scenes in movies. (laughs) Well, what about, like, so for Bill, Midsummer, top five low budget ripoffs of better known movies? Oh, shit. <laughs> Number one, Atlantic Rim. Not Pacific Rim. Atlantic, Atlantic Rim. Rim. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that reminds me. Have you guys ever seen Pacific Rim Job? Oh, gosh. No? Oh, my God. There was, real quick. <laughs> I saw some TikTok that was like, I need to know who... I think it was... Law and Order or something approved this line and it was <laughs> a guy in an interrogation room and they were yelling at him for being a necrophile and he goes what you think I'm the only guy in town that likes to crack open a cold one I'm gonna start saying that Anytime you're accused of being a necrophile? Mm-hmm. Anytime. Okay. Alright, so we're doing six. We're just gonna toss them out indiscriminately one by one until we're down to one, right? <laughs> Is that right? I have no idea. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and we Put can think that over. I mean, that would be good. Yeah, let's just do it. Fuck it. Like, we'll just, how many are we picking again? Six each. Six Put them in a hat. And James pulls him out, Royal Rumble style. <laughs> so confused. Why don't we talk about it in the morning? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, so are we doing six, three, or four, or five, or nine? I don't. I don't care. What is life? I don't remember. All right. I well, y'all, six. Royal Rumble. Yeah. And we I might need like, more information on the floor. Like, go ahead, James. Sorry. Then we could do a 20 man rumble like 1988. Like 30 clips would be a lot of clips to watch. Yeah. 
I don't want to hear it, you freaking music nerds. We gotta watch two hours of freaking Joshua Raiden brushing some wheat in a field. We can watch these goddamn clips. I I would agree. I would agree. Like thirty like clips. 30 clips. Maybe, Maybe kind of tricky, especially depending on how long the clips are, because it's yeah. not guaranteed that they'll be like exactly just the clip you want to see. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, love deep, you guys. Deep cuts for. <laughs> We never really signed off either, so we should probably throw that in. No, we haven't signed off. This has been Joshua Heiser and James Prophet. Seth Fox's Randy Savage. Um, Randy's Savage. Snap and do a Slim Jim. Happy WrestleMania week, everybody. Enjoy (laughs) the first event. Alright. Cody forever. Whatever that means. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Alright, see ya. Bye. Wow, Josh already left. The Midnight Rockers, Sean and Marty. We love to wrestle and we love to party. You don't have to worry, we're not gonna bumble, cause we'll be shaking to the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Wrestle Rock. I'm the shit, and that's not funny.